The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Taramina. All right, Sammy. Yeah, we got a good. weird cold open today. Yeah. Audio files not seem to be working. Yep. It is a Monday. It is. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Trying to go live. I know. It's it's hard. So this is one of those. Uh, welcome to OA Now. Yes. This is Sam, with Sammy Taramina. <laughs> yep. Sammy, uh, blogger of the Dragon's Den, blogger. Blogger of the, the entire OA. <laughs> OA, one of the hosts of Between Two Minutes <laughs> and Rainbow yeah, Television. Yeah. It's been a, it's, 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 it's a classical Monday. It's you know what I mean? It's so funny. Like, how, how smooth have we been? Oh, for a couple, for we've three, been smooth for like nearly three years. three years, and then all of a sudden we get all this. I mean, like, come on. I mean, we sit here and we're practicing. We're trying to get a interview lined up. If everything works out, we'll have a, a coach Ewald coach. from Seaham. You know what I mean? If um, call us if um we can get him. You know what I mean? I mean, like um, yep. you know, I've called him a couple times. You know, just haven't been able to get yep. him. And things happen, so we're I know gonna, we're gonna hope hold out uh, all hope and uh, that uh, he'll give us a call and we can get him on because there's a lot of interesting things going on at Seaham. Yeah, and, and I mean, luck by the way. Yep, Sammy's I'm Sammy. here. It's Monday. It's a beautiful day. So we're gonna take that away. We're gonna <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take that away. It's a beautiful say, at day. At least it's a beautiful I mean, day. It's a beautiful day. I mean, technology like technology sure. is not working that well. <laughs> I, I mean, like I don't know what it is. If like if like you know maybe because it's the red sun. Maybe. The gre- the gremlins have been kicking around. Um, maybe. But yeah, it's the first time in almost three years that we've actually had an issue here. And since we're going live, and I don't know if our, they know, our listeners know, is that. Mm-hmm. When we record this, there's no editing. I mean, no. we hit record, we go. It's mm-hmm. it's live to tape, and now it's live to YouTube. Yeah. So um, that's why we we don't have the um, the ability yeah. today, since we are live. Yeah. Uh, to stop and kind of right. fix it. So we're just kind of winging it. Yep. We, we got a lot to cover. Obviously, of course, we're going to talk sea home football. Obviously, yes. on the outlook for them. Um, hoping if if um, Coach Duval gives us a call. I mean, like um. You know, what are our expectations for Seahome heading into the um, season? Yeah. Especially, um, there are some questions surrounding this team. Um, and um, also, we're going to talk the, um, Groves, at Groves. They have new coaches in them, volleyball and girls basketball. So, we got a lot to cover when you look at when you look at Groves um, and Seahome. Basically, we're devoting this whole show to Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. You know? Which I don't think we've ever done. You know, actually said, hey, let's let's pick a team or a community and let's go with their teams. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of falls that way. Mm-hmm. You know, right? especially with the news has been going around, especially going on at um at Groves. You know what I mean? Then you have the other side of 13 Mile. You know what I mean? So why not talk about them, Seahome, obviously. Yeah. Um, um, let's talk their football team a little bit. Um, You know, I mean, like when you look at Seahome this year, I mean, like they lost a lot of talent a year ago. Yeah, and we know, mm-hmm. but that's the cycle of football. Yes, that's the cycle of high school football. Mm-hmm. But but we know mm-hmm. when that happens, uh, there's so many great areas, and you know, coaches know their teams best. They yes. know their programs. They know who's coming up through the ranks, mm-hmm. right? We just sit here and go, "Uh oh, they're in trouble." Yeah, is that true? We don't know yet. But like you said, when you lose all that talent, yeah. There's a lot of question marks. Especially when it comes to program strength, that's a, another question mark when you look at Seahom. I mean, like, obviously program strength is a big, big-time question when you look at the Maples. Um, obviously, 
The um, Seaholm's going to be a team where I think could, um, you know, they could sneak up on some people. But when I look at the the makeup of the team, they're a very young football team. I mean, this is a very, very young football team. And I think when you look at the Maples, um, you know, they could have some lumps in the white this year. I mean, <laughs> well, uh, mm-hmm. well, yeah, well, yeah. And you mentioned the schedule. Oh, and yeah. we've talked about other teams, too, that you can you can have a seasoned veteran squad. And if you have a tough schedule, you can still take your lumps. But right. when you look at this, but now with Seahole, they got some new faces. They got some new and faces. The, schedules the schedule is insane. brutal, it's, especially their non-conference. I mean, yeah. like you know, this is where I wanted to talk to Dewalt today. Was the um, was their non-conference? I mean, they got to go to Byron Center. That's always a difficult trip. Um, um, you know, Byron Center, west side of the state, and then you got to play Clarkston, which is we yeah. know what they have. Always, always difficult. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you got Lake Orion on the slate as well. And then they close out the year with Stony Creek. I mean, so when you really look at the schedule, it's difficult. Yeah. I mean, like, they're not conference especially. And that's not counting in the white where they have to play Adams, where they have to play where they have to play the arch rival Groves. Yeah. They got to play North Farmington. I mean, yeah. like. You know, that's not going – and, of course, you got to play Oak Park. You know what I mean? That's not easy sledding when you look at that schedule for Coach Ewell in the Maples. Yeah. And, and if you're breaking in a new QB or, new let's say, QB, a running back, running back. O-line, o- or whatever, if you're mm-hmm. breaking in any new kids, and it really determines, like, how are you stacking this schedule, mm-hmm. right? And we've seen it. We've seen teams that have had those young players – Obviously, the first couple games out of the gate, you're like kicking the tires. You're trying to see what's going on, and say by the third game, usually those guys settle in. Yes, I mean like you know, and of course, um, when you look at the offense, see home runs. You know yeah. what I mean? We we know about the history of the Veer offense. You know what I mean? Obviously, the triple option. I mean like, you know, a lot of people obviously look at Adams that they run it. You know yeah. what I mean? You've seen a lot of colleges run it. Ferris State, perfect example. Um, the Navy yeah. runs a triple option. They've attack. been running that forever, mm-hmm. right? So when you look at the triple option attack, I mean, like, you know, it, it's a it's an illusion offense. You know what I mean? Um, and, and timing is key. It is right. So uh, a new set of players in the fold on the offensive side of things. It's mm-hmm. all about timing and experience, and making sure on the same page because. You know, you're mm-hmm. one step off in one of those uh, fake handoffs, and you could be dropping the ball on the turf. I mean, right. it, it is, you know, or a broken play means your quarterback is getting drilled. Right. <laughs> and not going anywhere. That's never a good sign. Yeah. Um, obviously, when you look at Seaholm, um, when you look at this team this year, I mean, like, there's this team's got so many questions. The strength of this yeah. team's going to be their linebacking core, um, you know, and they're going to be a very young defense. So when you really look at Seaholm, um, defensively, you know, the strength obviously is going to be their defense, but they're going to have some issues. I mean, obviously when you're going up against teams like, um, that type of non-conference schedule, yeah, yeah. you know, and then also, you know, when you look at, um, their league schedule, got Groves, you got North Farmington, um, grow. I mean, both bringing in new quarterbacks. I mean, Adams, obviously with Parker Picoa quarterback, yeah. um, there could be some trouble looming for Seaholm <laughs> this year. There could be, but how have they done over the last couple of years? 
They've been very successful. Very successful, right? I mean, um, solid. Uh, they're breaking in new guys every year. It's not like they're leaning on. It's not like some programs where you have like a core group of five, six, seven guys that are carrying you on both sides of the ball, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this is a program team. Right. They're bringing players in. They are developing players. And I, I can only assume that that's going to continue. It's not just like the spigot turns off and, yes, they're going to take their lumps. They're going to take but, a ton of lumps. This is a, a seasoned coaching staff. They know what they're doing. The program is humming along. And with success, it brings the bodies in, right? It makes Absolutely. people want to stick with you. So makes you want to come into the program, obviously. It, it, for me, it's it's not so much as like, oh, it's more of a – Let's, it's a wait and see. I'm going to use I'm going to use your Seahawks your, your probably going to be it's a but. it's a wait and see approach with them. I mean, I obviously, think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay. Um, I just when I look at that schedule, it's just yeah, it's not like Oxfordness. No, no, it's not like Oxfordness. I mean, like yeah, Oxford, that that's a whole other animal. That's a murderer's Oxford. row. Yeah, Oxford schedule's murderer's row. Yeah, but and we'd love to have Coach Line on. Yes. Um, obviously when you look at, um, obviously looking at Seaholm, you got to look at the record against Groves. Um, you know what the record is in the last 10 games against them? Two and eight. Seaholm versus Groves? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, and their, and their two wins were the playoff game last year, not two years ago when they yeah. shocked them in the district final. Yes. And then. Last and then the um, game in the regular season last year we called play of the year, which was just oh yeah insane yeah um obviously just insane um so when you really look at um when you really look at um Seahome, you know what I mean the record against the arch rival in Beverly Hills not too good it's it's which not, is mind boggling it's not too good but but you see this at all levels of sport when you have real rivals mm-hmm. going after each other. Mm-hmm. There's some teams that claim, oh, yep, they're our rival. But, you know, when you have real rivals, you may be on paper listed as, let's say, one is more superior than the other. Mm-hmm. And it, it is a cliche, but it isn't. We've seen it time and time again that if you throw the records out, yeah. right, you know, you say, throw the records out. You throw the records out we, the window, you know what I we've mean? We've seen that happen where you throw the records out. You have to... Because they, everybody's fight, everybody raises their game for that game. For that game, yeah. right? Yeah, the battle and, of thirteen mile. Yes, battle of thirteen mile. And so, anytime you have a rivalry, it could go. It's fifty fifty in my book, mm-hmm. and, unless you have a team that is completely struggling and just not in there. And and when you look at in, the makeup of Grove this year, obviously yeah. you got Jaden Magnum at wide receiver. Um, you got um. They are having a freshman quarterback come in um, this year. So I'm curious to see how Groves is going to have with the freshman quarterback this year. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, I, I just named well, <laughs> This doesn't go in my head right now. Well, we now, talked but. about freshman quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Unless you are some generational talent, you're going to take your lumps. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the playbook is going to be constrained slightly. Mm-hmm. When you look at freshman quarterbacks, obviously, um, you look at, obviously, Sean Charette at Lake Orion yeah. comes in the mind. Isaiah Marshall from Southwood Arts and Tech comes in the mind. I mean, like, you know. But but those guys, mm-hmm. at least Charette for Lake Orion years ago, led them to a? 
to a state final state appearance. Final appearance is that Marshall was not forget he you know he had a good year last year. Yes, for A and T. Yes, absolutely. But it's not like you go okay, let's bring in Charette because he's the next be all end all. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew he was going to be that good, but when he came in, it opened eyes. Right? Yeah, it opened eyes exactly. Uh, but you can't expect that freshman quarterback to dominate no, you know, out of the gate. No. You're, you're hoping that happens. You're hoping that happens, <laughs> and it, it, it helps look- them for sure <laughs> that um, – oh, wait, we got we got him. We got him. We got him. Okay. Yep. All hey, right. Coach, what's up? How are you, yeah, Coach? Yeah. How Good, are you today, so Coach? sorry. Good. I'm so sorry. I've been doing stuff around the house. I completely forgot. It's no, okay. Hey, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about hey, it. We're you know here. I mean? We're here. You're yeah. here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good. Um, we're – I mean, we're, we're talking your football team a little bit here with Seahome. Um, obviously, um, we got um, we got some. I mean, how's your quarterback situation? How is your um, how's your team been doing? You know what I mean this off season? Uh, it's going well. You know, we you know finally get back into the weight room. You know, once all the once last season ended was good. We had a good uh, little a session in the weight room. You know, a quarterback situation. We got three kids really battling it out: a senior, a junior, and a sophomore. And really. Uh, and truthfully, like I, you know, as of right this second, I couldn't tell you where where we're at with that. Um, you know, we have a couple more camps. This, um, obviously, uh, you know, going through two days, we'll figure out some of that stuff as it get as the uh, season gets closer. But uh, should be a good little battle, quarterback. Talk about your offense. Of course, the um, Veer option. Ian and I were talking earlier about the um, the Veer offense that we call the modified triple option offense. Um, I mean, like how? I mean, we talked about this last year, but um. What does Severe do? You know what I mean a, for you guys. How does it throw people off? I throw people off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it throws people off. Um, I think the biggest thing it does it helps us, you know, with the ball control. Um, generally speaking, the teams we're playing with against have, you know, better talent, a uh, little more skilled kids, um, and we're we're trying to keep the ball out of their hands best as possible. So, you know, that old adage of four yards in a cloud of dust is uh, really kind of where we hang our hat. Um, and we're trying to, like I say, play keep away with the football. <laughs> um, talk about your um, – we um, Ian and I talked earlier about your um, your non-conference schedule. I mean, I'm looking at your non-conference, and we were looking at Byron Center, Clarkston, Lake Orion, Stony Creek. That's murder's row right there. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, we signed a two-year contract with uh, Byron Center. We were supposed to go there last year, um, mm-hmm. and then obviously we did not because of the COVID. And they're coming to us this year. Oh, they're, they're coming! It's good. Oh, yeah, okay, coming. That's okay, good. that's good. Yeah, at least you yeah. got to come to Birmingham and not having to go to um, Byron Center. Yeah, good team. Uh, Coach Cisco does a good job over there. Coach them. They've been very years. Mm-hmm. You know, Stony Creek, I, I think uh, Coach Merlot does a good job. He reached out and said, you know, you want to play week nine. And, and I thought, sure. Uh, you know, they're, they're obviously a really good team from last year. I think they lost a lot, but, uh, you know, as we did. Um, and then Lake Orion and Clarkston, I, you know, be, truthfully, I just think the way OA does things is it started driving me nuts. I mean, it's just I don't know how we always get these schools that are, you know, two times bigger than us. Um you know, whoever does those math equations to put people into different scenarios. It's tough. Whatever. I know. I, yeah. You know, we got no way to do because it's just the white teams just get, you know, you're always, you're always, uh, 
it crossing over up and uh it drives drives us nuts so um well well, you know but you know you get your schedule you don't complain about it you put your nose down you go to work yep um obviously um we talk about your um your um your rivalry with groves and i think this is probably the um most interesting one um you know talk about that rivalry a little bit with um with groves and i know you know coach bloody very well um talk about that rivalry with um your travel from 13 mile um, it, it, it's good. Uh, obviously, they're, they're, it's a really good program, um, extremely well coached on both sides of the ball and on special teams. They do a really, really good job. They run a good program. You know, I'm very irritated with how the, the season ended last year with them. Yeah. Um, and I think that's complete BS, but, you know, uh, it, it is what it is, and they beat us in that game, and uh, it's too bad because I think really – Truthfully, in my mind, I think the winner of that game probably can go to the semifinals again. Um, and uh, both teams are out of the playoffs. Yeah, and, I, and that's really unfortunate. You know what I mean? That um, that that happened. I mean, like, um, you know, um, what's the motivation this year for you guys um, coming into the season? What is that motivation? Well, I think the motivation is play as good as we can. I know that sounds so cheesy, Sammy, but it's it's a, it's the truth. We, you know, we we uh, we've been pretty blessed these last years have some really uh good classes come through uh now we have a little bit of a smaller class um even smaller than before i mean the numbers are really down um but our kids you know understand we lost a lot of starters and and uh they you know they're, they're accepting the challenge and looking forward to um you know the, the challenge of a right <laughs> a serious uh, schedule yeah um any standouts you guys got um that we like to to know about coming into the year any standouts that so you we have, have yeah we have uh jack trench is going to be a three-year starter for us he's a uh he's what we call the a back or the slot back um i think we're going to move him to the b back which is the, the running back behind the quarterback we'll move him there um he's also you know he's learning quarterback position just in case we have to go you know god forbid if we have to go to a fourth quarterback we're in deep trouble <laughs> yeah. um but he's he's uh He's trying to learn that position too, um, so he's he's going to kind of be everywhere. And he's our, you know, he's our punter. He's our, you know, defensive back. He's he's, he's a really smart kid, and um, we're you know we're really lucky to have him. And then um, we have two guys on uh, on the other side of the ball, Luke Wichmeyer. Uh, mm-hmm. Coach, can you hear me? Uh, oh. Yeah, he broke his leg pretty badly in uh, rugby season, and uh, he's. Hopefully they'll be back for the first game, but uh, he's battling that. And then uh, Jacob Vance is. I know a lot Vance about him. A, yeah, Jacob Vance is a great kid. I mean, he's great, hard worker. Yeah, we're having we're having some difficulties. Yeah, he, he's break, coach. You're breaking up slightly. Okay, hello. Now yeah, I can hear you. My now. house is good. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So Jacob Vance is Jacob's a hard worker. I mean, last year, uh-oh, running back in week one. Uh, versus Stony Creek, and then we moved him the next week to guard. He started at guard the rest of the year. So that's his, and he didn't complain. He, that's his type of kid. A really good linebacker on defense. I think he has a, an opportunity to go to a Division two school and play uh, continue his uh, football career. Awesome, awesome. Um, Ian, you got some questions to ask Coach Shields? Yeah, and uh, we were talking to uh, Coach Shields uh, just a week ago, and we're talking, we're lo- reflecting back on last year. Right, it was such an oddball year. Something you can never prepare for. You can never have, you know, have any type of idea how you're going to get through that year. Can you pull any positives 
from what happened last year with a pandemic and coming back to play and getting the kids up and did it bring you guys closer together? Did it uh, change the way you do things? Uh, just reflect on that. Um, I thought it was, it's cool. It, it, you know, we talk about adapt and overcome and, 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 you know, figure out a way to get it done. Those are kind of buzzwords we'll talk about. And then you have that issue and there's no question that's, you have to do both those things. I mean, as far as the summer workouts, there's no traditional weight room. We had to be you know, yeah. six feet up. We're trying to we're trying to be as creative as we possibly could during the summertime of getting those guys uh, lifting and working out and actually trying to develop football skills when still being six feet apart, which was, you know, you have to do a lot of creative thinking. Um, our kids really bought in. And then you got the the whole idea of like, hey, is there going to be a season? Is yeah. it not going to be a season? And you got to keep motivating those kids. Like, hey, yes. there is a possibility there is. Mm-hmm. I think it, the, the cool, it was cool, but the, the weird thing, we were sitting there during practice on a Friday evening when out and said, we were at a water break and then our, uh, our trainer goes, Hey, it's, uh, it's canceled. Uh, uh, what? So I yeah. mean, it was during practice that happened and, and we even kind of packed everything up and then, uh, truthfully I went <laughs> the very next week and I went camping with the, with the the brother rice coach i'm like oh we can go camping in august i've never done that before so we went up and i'm driving i'm driving up to leland all and all of a sudden the news hits we're back on I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then i'm driving pulling a big trailer and i'm like trying to read this email and swaying all over the road <laughs> so uh, but that's yeah, just, i mean were you on 75 when that happened <laughs> Or were you I out? was on 75. You were on 75 when it happened. Yes. Oh yeah. my goodness. Where were you at? Were you at near Gaylord or something, or where? We well, we were we were driving up to we were we were heading up to we just got on the road. I just got on the road and we were heading up to uh, Leelanau, uh, Michigan, up on the other side of the state. Yeah, but where'd you get the email was... from? Like Saginaw, or were you driving at 75? Yeah, I don't know. I actually I got a, my my phone started blowing up with the text, and, wow. I, and I'm like, "What wow. the hell's going on?" And again, it said, "We're back on, we're back on, we're back on." Then I got the parents, coach, coach. I'm like, "Okay, look." I looked at this email, and I get the whole email from the state. I'm trying to read it, and then I'm trying to make phone calls, <laughs> and like, see what's going on. <laughs> so, but um, but that I mean that ex- you had to be you get that text, and you go, "Yeah, we had plans. We're going camp, and we're getting out of Dodge." And then you get that, and you're like. That changes your whole – I mean, for us, when we heard – and I know a lot of the football fans, the other coaches, the other teams, when you finally heard, let's do this thing, we're like, okay, well, let's do this thing already. I mean, we were yeah, ready yeah. to go, and we were so excited. And to see those kids on the field – I mean, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it, that it was – we thought we were going to see nothing. And then yeah. when we actually see it and you're there, it makes you appreciate what you have so much more and the, the camaraderie and the closeness with those kids and the coaches and the community – it's just Correct. it just changes your mindset, at least for me uh, and Sam. I mean, we were just like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Well, I think you get you, you well, and you also you, you you realize how things can be taken away from you yes. so quickly. Yes. And you don't take things for man, uh, granted. And pretty lucky. I don't. I can't speak for every team. We were pretty lucky. We had a really good senior class that um, had great leadership and, and great attitude. So we you know we went through that thing with about as good as class as you could we have with that so we were super super lucky Mm -hmm. awesome um obviously when you look at um i noticed something different from you guys from last year you changed your uniforms a little bit (laughs) you went back to the maroon helmet which made me happy i was crying got rid of the elbows (laughs) you took your advice you did i'm really happy about that but i was crying when you got rid of the elbows (laughs) you know that right (laughs) 
What's that? I was crying when you got rid of the elbows on the uniforms. I was really crying. Seriously. You're crying? I was crying. <laughs> yes, oh, I mean, like, you know, on the, but you went to the maroon helmet. It made me happy. Yeah. So the, 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 the funny thing with that is, is, is you know, I, the, when I first switched it over, this is probably five or six years ago, whatever it was. And the guy, the right L rep was like, I wouldn't do it. They're a pain. They're always dirty. I'm like, we'll be fine. And then you, I mean, I remember getting off the bus and you tell me, Hey, why'd you switch your, your, your helmet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it's the last thing on my mind right now. Walking the Lake Orient. Yeah, no and, uh, field. But like, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> and then I got, you know what? I was like, you know what? I am so tired of these helmets always being dirty and grimy. I'm like, you know, let's just go back to maroon. Hides a lot. So <laughs> it does. I mean, like, that's what I love about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sammy. I love that. It always you know? comes down to the helmets uh, with you, doesn't it? No, it always comes <laughs> down to uniforms with me, you know, because I, yeah, I am yeah, the uniform yeah. grader. You know what you I mean? Oh, yeah. The... Yeah, I know that. <laughs> um, I do want to get your thoughts on one thing here. Um, I want to get your thoughts on Harper Woods joining the OAA. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to. I forgot to tell that to Coach Shields. Um, last week, but I, I was gonna. I had no idea. Yeah, they were okay. joining. They were joining the league for um starting in the um winter. They're gonna start playing. Um, they're gonna start with um basketball. Basketball in yeah. the winter, and then next year they're gonna be in there for football. So I want to get your thoughts on Harper Woods. I had no idea. I mean, that 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 maybe I'm out of the loop. I'm not on social media or anything like that, so maybe I don't know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Good um, for you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Tough as uh, point. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know that, and I I don't know much about them. I I, I didn't know who who's the Harper Woods. Yeah, I mean, coach. Uh, who's uh, who's head coach down there? Uh, I don't. Oh, Rob Rob Olden is the head coach over there, Adam Harper. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I, I met him before. He seems like a good dude. I, I don't know much about him. Uh, honest with you i mean that that question caught me out of right field so yeah um you know hopefully you know i'd like to get more teams in there so we can maybe go to the balance schedule, schedule. hello yeah because <laughs> no uh-oh you losing uh him hey, you there let me let's, say, got that, me? say that yeah, again coach. i got you coach i got you coach you hear me yeah we're we're, we're kind of busting we're kind of busting up a little bit here uh, Coach Evo, can you hear us? If, if, if Coach? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can hear, hear you. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're you're busting up just a little bit. Yep. Yeah, we're okay, happy. how about now? Yeah, now we got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think, though, I mean, getting more teams, hopefully we can get to four divisions because everyone looks at the, the league based on who they are, you know, their own personal team. They're selfish mm-hmm. when they think about it. Yep. And, yep. Like, I don't know if we're truly a, a white team, but we're not a blue team. So we're somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. and you would like to have, you know, a fourth division so you kind of equal the playing people a little bit. So, you know, so if, that, if that's what it takes to get one, um, let's bring on Harper Woods. Yeah. Um, or anyone else. So I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know much about them. I, I don't even know who they play around the school size. I don't know anything about them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's really, it'll be really interesting. Um, before we let you go, coach, um, what is your expectations heading into the season? I, you know, that's, I think that's we, a we tough can question, be a pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I think we can be a pretty good team. Um, I, I think because of our offense, it keeps us the ability to stay in some games. Um, you know, but you know, you look at that schedule, it is a daunting schedule and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of the way of the world, but, uh, you know, I, I would sure like to see how we can squeak out five or six wins, get in the playoffs and that would be great. And, uh, I think that would be a very, very big success. I mean, we got a pretty young team. Yes. 
in my blog, obviously, it's probably one of the top five toughest schedules that I've seen in a, in a while. I mean, like, definitely top three for sure this yeah. year. This gets your non-conference brutal. Um, yeah. Ian, final questions? Yeah, for yeah. Um, I'm curious. So the playoff structure changed last year, right? Everybody yeah. got in. I, yep. At first, I was kind of like, I don't know about this. And then I absolutely fell in love with it because we saw yeah. what Oak Park did. Yeah, correct. Right? And so Correct. what are your thoughts? I, I thought they would – I was hoping beyond hope that they would retain that because I think, you know, more football is always good. And, yeah. uh, you know, having it go back to the point system and just uh, share your thoughts on that experience of everybody's in and then swip, swapping back. Any uh, any opinion? Yeah, so for I, I think I thought personally they're going to do it for one more year. I thought because – So did I. They needed – I think the MHSA is hemorrhaging money right now because of everything that got shut down. Um, I think they needed that extra gate. Um, I thought that for sure would happen. Um, however, in the grand scheme of things, I am not a personal fan of, of everyone gets in. I know Indiana does it that way. Yes. Um, I actually – because I think football is unique and different, and uh, you, know, you got to earn your way in there. And, and I, I think that's kind of what a football player mentality is all about, like earn everything to – belong and you know i think it, it, it's just like college football i mean there's so much emphasis on winning every single week because it's so important you, know, you get these i look at like a basketball schedule also team that's you know two and 18 they get a first round by and then they get a, yeah you know, they get a lucky bounce and then they're district finals i'm like what? yeah <laughs> we, we've seen that we've seen that yeah yeah so it just i personally like to to to, to earn your way in but having said that i thought for sure go one more year mm-hmm. yeah making yeah. it and i was kind of hoping on that truthfully. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yep um thank you coach d wall i'm um, coach d home yeah. coach jim d wall here um thank you for joining us this week here on the podcast thank you so much i'm sorry for forgetting i was just doing stuff around the house I completely forgot don't so, worry about thank it thank you guys so much don't worry about it we're patient people we are all right love uh, it. thanks guys right, th- thank right. you take care guys thank you guys bye-bye all right all so, right it- a lot of good stuff. And the one thing we know about our OAA coaches. They always the, get on time. <laughs> <laughs> they always come through. They'll come through. They come and that th- helps big time. <laughs> that helps big time. You it know? does. And the, I'm really, really happy. Yeah, so am I. And I'm glad we could hear it from him. Yeah. And what did we hear? We heard basically what we were talking about before he came on mm-hmm. is there's a – even for him, he's like – QB competition? Yep. Yep. It's wide open. Wide open. And uh, when do you make that decision? You you, you might gotta not make, make it... it before week one. Obviously. Well, you're going. You know he's going to. Yeah. He's gonna have. Uh, I'm just glad he's got Byron Center coming to Birmingham <laughs> and not having to go back there. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. No. But you're gonna. You know, he's gonna have somebody driving the bus mm-hmm. on. In the first week, and you know they're going to have to settle on somebody within to. a couple weeks of the opening, right? Mm-hmm. Because you got to get that. And this is where training on. camp comes becomes so important. Obviously, um, when you look at training camp, um, you know to see who your quarterback is, to see where system you're going to be at. I mean, like it's very, very important. Yes. So that's going to be really interesting to see what happens over there at Seahome, especially with the quarterback situation. Um, now, uh, those other two quarterbacks, what they lose out? Can they play other positions? That's possible. Yeah, well, it sounds they like. they don't have a deep team. So with numbers. Program and, strength is a concern. Exactly. And he mentioned that. Like, when we were talking about him prior to speaking to Coach at the beginning of the show, 
I was saying, well, you know, they have a program. They should be able to get the kids in. But he just flipped that that yep. point of mine and just shut it down saying, yeah, we've got numbers issues. Yeah. And I have a feeling that there's going to be numbers issues throughout the league continuing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw it leading up to the pandemic. Right. And having the pandemic couldn't help it at all. I mean, no. you're not going to say, hey, pandemic's over, more people. You know, it just puts everybody on edge. So how are these teams going to respond? Especially, like, he said it so well. The size of their school is such that they're in between. They're that tweener. Right, they're that tweener. Right. How, can they, they, you know, they have a hard time getting numbers in, keeping numbers sustained. But mm-hmm. then, then... um but you have to work with what you have, and yes. then then they throw them against the. I think that's the importance of the veer. Obviously, the veer it's it's a big time help. You know what I mean? The veer it, it helps you. Okay. You know what I mean? You know the offense. You know what I mean? The oh veer. yeah, yeah. I mean mm-hmm. he's he, coach mentioned it. Coach Tuwell mentioned it. it's like uh, keep away. It's a, a time possession time possession game. You and know we, what I mean? We've seen teams who have uh, employed that not take out Lake Orient. Yeah, power, We've especially. Seen. I mean, Nick Merlo at Stony Creek does, Stony does Creek. a really good job at Fantastic playing, job. playing, um, keep, keep playing time possession football. Yes. I mean, you know, with Oxford, especially under the under Coach Bud Riley, he plays pound the rock, you know what I yeah. mean, time possession football. When, when their running game was on, you might touch the ball twice in a quarter. Right. And we've seen it happen. We've seen it happen many times. Yes. Many occasions. Yes. Um, But when you look at that schedule – I know it keeps coming back to it. It's it, it's tough, and I'm glad Coach Duell mentioned it. You know why is it that the non-conference schedule throws the little guys up or the middle up? The guys in the white. Why are they always going up? That I do not. It well, should you be. You gotta look at success. Why, obviously, why can't it be split? That I don't know. You know, it should be like like we said. It should be balanced. It should mm-hmm. be split. You're yeah. not going to take a blue and throw them up in the red. No. But they do you that know, in the MAC. They do. They do that in the MAC, right? Equal pain is it? The, the, the policy know. of equal pain is oh, opposed I don't to. Know. But you know, we've seen some teams upset teams in the past. I mean, obviously, I mean. Well, yeah, and any upset can happen. Yeah, but he's right. You know, um, the smaller guys getting beat up by the big guys. Um, but we've seen big guys struggle. Mm-hmm. You know. And of course, I didn't think also with the playoff format. Obviously, I know yeah, that. Interesting. Um, I know that. Um, when you look at it, of course, it six wins doesn't guarantee a playoff berth this year. Correct. It doesn't guarantee that. It, you could finish eight and one and still miss the playoffs. Yes. Because that's how strength of schedule yeah, has to which, be very important. Which blows my brain. But also, so Seaholm obviously has no problem in that area. No. They just need to win like five games. Yeah, they can win it. I think. I think what do you think? I think they what can win think, four. You think four will get them in? I think four will get them in. Because and do they have to knock off one, somebody in the red? No. Because I think they can knock up, you know, if they can win four games, especially in the league, if they can knock up Byron Center, you know what I mean, and win at least four of those or three of those, beat you know the what I mean? They beat should. the teams they should. I think you know what? The team that they need to beat, and you think I'm going to be crazy, <laughs> they need to beat the arch rival from 13 Mile again. Oh. The third that, time in That's four a years. must win? I think it's a must win for them mm. because – I know Grove's going to be good. They're going to be a good team. Um, they are starting a freshman quarterback. We talked earlier on that. Yes. And they have a very good wide receiver, Jaden Megan. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens there. But I think the game they need to have is the um, is the Grove's win. Yeah. They need that Grove's game. So a lot of things to talk about. 
Yes. Um, and reflecting on his comment on the uh, the rivalry. Yeah. And how it ended. And especially what happened with Groves. Um, after especially the having fact, the forfeit. You know what I mean? Having the forfeit. And why? Because of ineligible players. players. And Seaholm took the sharp end of the stick to the they eye. They took the sharp end of the stick. They should not have deserved that. It's like if you, if, if, you, if they uh, should have been the ones going the next round. Yes. And not only that, but it's like uh, you're bumped out. And I'm, I hate to use the C word, cheating, but you're breaking the rules, right? And you had an ineligible player. But you don't know if they knew about it. I know, but you at that level, you should know. Mm-hmm. Right? This is this isn't new. No. These teams and these programs and they have people that work full time salaried positions making sure this doesn't happen. I know. And unfortunately it happened oh. to Seahome. And, and I felt real bad for D Wall and that I, team. I completely forgot about that situation until he brought it up. I'm like, yeah. you're right. That it's and especially for his team loaded with seniors and expectations. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's that that's tough to stomach. But but you know, it's uh, it they have a great staff down there. Oh, yes, they do. And it's not, you know, they can rally the guys, they get them together and they, they could surprise some people. Yes. Yes, they could. I think they could surprise some people. I mean, like I just think that if um things work out, you know what I mean? They can win at least 5 6 games if things work out. I mean, but you know, it's going to be very challenging for them this season. You know what I mean? I if they knock Groves off. Well, if they knock Groves, but if they knock one of the red that they're playing, or their non-league game is Byron Center, or Byron Center, do you think uh, that's an automatic? I mean, how many points would that be for them? That would be knocking monumental. off a red. That would be especially if it's a red. You know what I mean? Um, if it's like Clarkston, beyond monumental. Yeah, yeah. If it's Lake Orion, monumental. If it's Stony Creek, it's monumental. Yeah. If it's Byron Center, monumental. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be helpful if they do knock off one of them. Do I see it happening? I don't know. And where does Byron Center fall in there? I think they're in. I think they're in Class B. I think they're in Division okay. Two. Division so. Two. And where in the schedule do they fall? They're Early first game. First game. So, but that's the like. You're right. Good thing they're coming to you. Yeah. And you don't have to go to them. Uh, yes, because if you're busting in a new, new quarterback, team and you have new to team, go and you have to take that long bus ride, and having familiar surroundings, the hometown crowd, that's at least what I would in say. Front the hometown crowd's at least a field goal. Well, in the Maple Forest, yeah, in front of the forest. Oh, yeah, the student yeah. sections. Yeah, that's the Maple Forest. Yep, they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, um, final thoughts on Sea Home. This will be very interesting. To keep an eye on. Um, obviously. Um, you know, I think they're going to be a team to keep a very close eye on. I mean, there's just some questions. Um, there's a lot of storylines going on over there. A lot there. of storylines going on over there. Um, let's go on from Seaholm to Groves. Um, Groves named it two coaches um, the past week. Yeah, I would do the sound effect, but it's not working. So yes. I'll go. There you sound go. Sound effects. Breaking news. Breaking news. Um, let's go volleyball <laughs> first. Um, Groves has a new volleyball coach. Um, Madison Klaus takes over the program, of course. Klaus was named the new Klaus was the junior varsity coach at Seaholm last year. Oh. So poached yeah, yep. the rival. And yeah. And then um she also coached a 14 under national select travel volleyball team. Um 
I mean, like Coach, at, I mean, Athletic Director Tom Flynn wrote in a statement. Um, it, it, I mean, like all this is also on my blog at Sammy Semicolon Termina at blogspot.com. Um, this is what he said Coach Klaus, our new varsity volleyball coach. While this is her first head coaching position, she comes to us with love and passion for volleyball. Her coaching philosophy is that a volleyball team should be composed of members who have the same goals in mind to grow together, to have fun together, and to ultimately win together. She's excited to continue her coaching journey at Groves High School. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds good. Takes over for Coach Jessica um, Propolik, who stepped down in April. Um, and, now, and for all of our listeners, mm-hmm. remind us how that program has been running over the last couple of years. How success. The, I yeah. mean, it, it, they've been in the up red. They've been up and down between the red and the white. They're going to be in the white this year. They're loaded this year when you look at especially – they have a player in um, Rebecca Apsey who um, played, um, who, uh, who was a huge factor in the um, in AU tournament um, a couple weeks ago. They have Lauren Brown. They have Lydia McKeever, Marcia Chalfoyk, um, Allie, Allie um, Kirchinger, Lauren Sample, um, Deja Mines, um, and Heaven Harris. I mean, that, that's a loaded team that they got, Groves over there. Um, they got coming back. And they're in the white, as I mentioned, with West Bloomfield, Rochester, Avondale, North Farmington. Farmington, Berkeley, and Royal Oak. And their district is very interesting. They got Troy Athens, Troy, Royal Oak, and Warren Mott in that district. So just <laughs> really interesting. Yeah. Now, if you're Seaholm, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if you're Coach Heather Lipper or Coach Jason, Heather Gambone, Jason Gambone, and you just see your JV coach leave to go to the R Tribal School. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. It, the rival poaches a rival. Yeah. Um, makes it more interesting. Sure it does. Um, you, yes. You don't usually see that because <laughs> usually the JV coach or whatever. I mean, if you're looking at the head coach in the program that you're currently in and you're, let's say, you're sub-varsity She's level, been very successful at Seaholm. And you're not, are you going to be able to move up to that head coaching Likely chair, not. right? It's not happening anytime soon. So you're obviously going to take the best avenue and to go to your rival school. Yes. Oh my god. Why goodness. not? Hey, you know your rival. You know your rival. And your rival knows you now. But you're in a different division now. Oh, that's true. Seaholm's in the red. That's true. And Groves is in the white. So, but they will play in the regular they season. They will play, and you know they're going to meet up. Yeah, and you know, well, they're not in the same district. Well. But, uh, I mean, there's tournaments and stuff like that sure, all over the place. You're going to see each other. you're going to see each other. But And, of course, they're going to have their traditional rivalry game. I know on um, Birmingham Public Access Television. Awesome. i got to find out what channel that is. Um, um, also, you know, when you look at this hire, I mean, like, it's it's an interesting hire. I mean, they go yeah. within the school district. It's within the school district. Oh, that's true. It's within, yeah. So the paperwork's a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then everything works out. You know what I mean? So I think it's an interesting hire. I mean, I think anytime you have a lot of experience back, um, a proven coach, um, she is a proven coach. You know, Klaus is a proven coach. So, and, you know, especially with the history, I mean, like, this is going to be this. I think, I think, I think Groves has a good shot to win the white this year. I really do. I mean, especially with the talent they got back. Um, you know, if you win the if you win the white, then you have that promotion to the red next year. So, 
You know, so I'm very curious to see what happens. And in that district, he got two red teams in there in Troy and Troy Athens. Um, Warren Mott's decent, and then Royal Oak, they're they're a blue team. Oh no, they're in the white this year. Um, so very interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Um, so but I but I, it, I like it, this hire. Yes, and it adds flavor to everything. It adds right? flavor. It's gonna good. add some spice to a um, <laughs> rivalry. You know what I mean between um Groves and Seaholm, especially in the volleyball docket. Um. You know, and I think it's I think it's gonna be good competition. Yeah. Um, and now let's go to the other breaking news. Jeez. That's my sound effects. That is your you because nothing's make, working today. You make great sound effects. You know that, right? <laughs> um, Groves has their new girls basketball coach. Um, yes. Allison Heidi takes over for Coach Antoine Simpkins. Um, Heidi brings a ton of experience as a coach and a player. Um, she was twelve spent twelve years in the, as an assistant at um. Adam Dearborn, Divine Child, and played college basketball at the University of Michigan, Dearborn. Mm. Um, Heidi is the Groves' third coach in three years. Um, oh. um, um, I mean, like Flynn mentioned this in his statement. He said about Coach Heidi. He said, um, Coach Heidi is our new varsity girls basketball coach. Well, this is her first varsity position. She comes to us with years of experience as a player and a coach. She's a great addition to our coaching staff. And we're here excited to see what's in store for our girls' basketball program. Girls last year went seven and eight, technically nine and nine. Led won their first district title, I think, since 1988. And this is really interesting because we know what's been going on with the program. The new coach is coming into it's a very toxic situation, yeah. but. She can change that. You know well, what I mean? You hope that they you can, hope she can do that, you know? But the the issue, and we're finding more about what was going on down there. I mean, it's now a, uh, it's, it's been not, written about. It's been right? written about. Yeah, we're we're can, we know about the statement. We know about we know about everything. If people are interested in finding out the coaching situation down there, where can they find that you info? Got Drew, you got Drew Ellis' article at MI Prep Zone. Um you can read it's, that article. It's a little more detailed. A little bit more detailed. Um, you know, we've talked about it. We talked uh, about on the, it on the edges. <laughs> on the edges, I'm stayed out, stayed out of the internal stuff and yeah. all that. But well, um, we're trying to be positive here. Mm-hmm. But the new coach is coming uh, into something. We're like, hey, just. I'm gonna talk about Heidi here for a minute. This because this is an interesting hire, because yeah. Heidi spent 12 years in the, as an assistant at Dearborn Devon Child. Yeah. Uh, Dearborn Devon Child, I've looked. Decent team, you know, decent, you know. I know she played at Michigan Dearborn, U of M Dearborn. Um, I am very curious to see how her style of play is going to work against the red. They go, what is the style of play? We don't know. And Does she to, like to go run and gun? Does she like to do sets? I mean, like, that's Exactly, and coming in to the red. Yeah, that's not an easy thing coach. to do. No. And you're looking at... You got you're staring at you're staring at West Bloomfield in the face twice, you're staring at Clarkson twice in the face, you got Stony Creek twice in the face, you got Troy twice in the face, you got Royal Oak twice in the face, and then you got A and T twice in the face. Yes, that's difficult. Yes, that is really difficult. And you look at of course, um, and you look at who West Bloomfield's got back with the Davis sisters. You look at and the Hendricks sisters. Um and Mayanna Hooper, you look at Clarkston, obviously with Aaron Good now taking over the taking over, and yeah. he's got a loaded group back. 
We know about Team Five Bomb at Stony. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. And we know about Royal Oak, of course. Even Royal Oak's a young team, but they still are a defensive minded first team. Yes. And then AT, of course, we know they got Jalen Austin. So when you look at Groves, obviously, you know, you don't know how the program turnover is going to be, especially. When you if if they're all together there at Groves, you're hoping they are. You're hoping they are because it sounded like that wasn't necessary. Well, you never know. It, would you say a parental coup was kind of what happened? That's what happened. It was a parental coup. That's how it's being reported. That's what's mm-hmm. been going on. Yep. And uh, underclassmen playing over upperclassmen, other things like that. And you're like, oh no. And I just hope that is over. For those, yes. for the kids, it's like I hope it is because when parents start needling and bad things, bad happen. things can happen. And you know, I, you know, we weren't there. We weren't. We there. don't know. We the don't know the specifics. Story. Yeah, the, the real details. So you know, let that just kind of do its thing. And I'm we, just looking at. I'm just looking at them, Heidi. You know yes. what she's going to bring Correct. to that. How are they going to be in the? Correct. You know, I'm looking at that. Yeah. How do we heal this thing? How do we and, heal this thing? How do we? Um, you know, when you look at when you look at what Groves has to me, and I'm being honest with you. Yeah. I think this is the fifth best team in the red this year. Because I think that Clarkson, West Bloomfield, Stony Creek, and Troy, even though Troy doesn't have Alyssa Mantuza out for the yeah. ACL. Oh, no. When did that, when was that announced? That was happened during the summer. Um, oh. I got good, I got good team. I talked to her um, father, um, who, by the way, is the new coach at Macomb Launch Cruise North. I'm ah. really happy about that. Um, See, I think it's very hard, tough. but, um, but, um, I think that, um, but I think that, um, when you look at the challenge that Heidi's going to have is she's going to have to get that. She's going to have to get everybody on the same page, including those who played last year. If they're all on the same page, this could be a top five basketball yeah. team. Yeah. If they're not on the same page, this is a top five team in the red. <laughs> so when you really yeah. look at it, so when you really look at it, um, there's a, this is gonna be a team to keep an eye on, very close eye on. Is yes, Rose. Uh, it's it's more of a recovery. Let's see how they can recover from the swap and the turmoil and all that stuff. And you know, kids are res- kids are resilient. Yeah, man. I know kids you know, are resilient, and yes. they can bounce back. And mm-hmm. if if they they pull together, which teams usually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's not like a system coming that completely blows up what they have. I can't imagine that being the case because if you have, you know, the quality of talent that, that they have, staying, especially right? those freshmen, you know what I mean? Especially those freshmen last year, when you look at Jordan Peterson, Nevada Otis. Yes. I mean, you know, and, and, the, and so they you, got some so you don't want to, you don't want to just completely, completely blow it up. You don't want to blow it up. Exactly. You know, so you, you can't. Yeah. If you do blow it up, then you're going to be just rebuilding. Uh, <laughs> and being in a division like that in the red, that's never a good thing. No. And you're looking at. There's no room to recover. No. I mean, you, you know, look you at obviously sliding. you looking at teams that are, you know, rebuilding. You know, you look at new coaching staffs. Obviously, yeah. you got Adams with them. The Joe Malberg there. Um, you got um, obviously Clarkson, Aaron Good now. Now Good now is walking in a really nice situation there at Clarkston, and he was in the program. So yeah. So when you really look at those two, are probably the, the two known hires this off season. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, Malberg obviously has got more work to do at Adams than good now at Clarkston. So I'm curious to see how, and then when you look at Groves' situation, you're right. It makes <laughs> a lot of sense. It, this is more about recovery. You yes. know what I mean? Now, I think Heidi's going to bring her expertise to the players. As every coach does. As every coach does. I mean, like her expertise. And, I think. and I'm sure she she has her way of doing things mm-hmm. that's been successful for her that she's going to incorporate. You know what I mean? But you look at the challenge she's going to have. Yeah. This is her first <laughs> year her first year as a head coach. You know what I mean? The last 12 years she spent as an assistant. What is the difference from being an assistant to a head coach? What oh, it's huge. Thought? I think it's huge. Um, because uh, it all is on you. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not, let's say, hey, I'm in charge of fundamental development or offensive execution or defense, right? Or scouting or whatever the assistants are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is all on you. So yes. it's your plan. It's your, it's your program. Program. It's the workout schedules. It is what is the goal. And, uh, and one, getting those kids to buy in. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, to say, hey, this is the new regime. It, let's we're starting fresh um and having talent like that you would hope that say hey let's i've had so many coaches <laughs> and usually when they know that you have turnover they usually come to us and say what how are you you know they ask you how are you doing what what mm-hmm. you know what works what has worked and you know i'm sure she knows what she's getting into obviously I, I, one have, concern I have high I, hopes for them obviously one concern i have for them <laughs> is program strength especially in the sub rc's Yes. Um, this is was a problem, I know, under um, then-coach Jessica Weasler's last year, and obviously with Antoine Simpkins' yeah. program strength, and then now with um, Allison Heidi. Um, this is – the program strength to me is scaring me. It's scaring me. Because, not in a good way. Not in a good way. Yeah. Because, because, like, you know, you see the majority of those kids that are up. Um, if you're Heidi – you're going to have to encourage a lot of girls to come out. And it's going to be hard to do. But that you know? seems like the case across mm-hmm. the board. I mean, we mm-hmm. saw teams that didn't even field teams last year. For yeah, op- Pontiac for and po- Ferndale. I know. Obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But um, depth. We've seen depth in a lot of these things. It's just these teams uh, really kind of going down. And, mm-hmm. and um, why is that? So, yeah, that's part of the gig. Uh, right out of the gate. I don't think she's worried about program strength. I think she's trying to rebuild something that was, you know, that's going to be the thing to and, get you going, and, and then te- you then you dig into the and the, that the team sub-arsons. last year played a brutal schedule. So basically, they they've been battle tested, sure, but now you're going to go into a whole new um, coaching situation. Yeah, they're going to have to adapt, and you know, there's going to have to be a transition period, and that transition period has to happen during the season. Yes. You know, it can't yeah. be happened during the um, preseason, but it has to happen during the season. Yeah. So when I look at Groves' situation right now, to me, I'm being honest. I'm being real honest to him. There, in my opinion, this is the fifth best team right now in the Red Division. And uh, if and I know they got a lot to prove. I, I've i looked on their Groves' new Twitter page for Groves Basketball. Um, they She is saying the right stuff. She is saying the right stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. You know, there's no excuses for this team. No excuses. And you can't go into it with that. because You can't go into it with that. Yes, no. Because if you go into that with excuses, you're just asking for a lot of trouble, and this is not the right division no. to be in if you make excuses. Yeah, and excuses don't get you Ws. No. 
and they don't help you improve. No. Um, but we know we know the but we don't know the districts yet, so that'll be very interesting to see right. if the MHA does release them. If they do release them, I will post them on both the um Sammy and also on the ON TV blog once they do come out. Yes, awesome. So so uh if you're joining us now, um uh today was a weird Monday. Weird. A lot of technical problems, yep. audio problems, uh, interview delay, interview audio. Pro- just one of those Maybe, days. Uh, just one of those days. And so um, with that being said, uh, yeah, like our music isn't working. Our little sound effects aren't working. And so uh, we're at to the point where we should probably wrap up yes. already, which is this has been a quick hour. It's been quick. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we made it through, and hopefully we can get these things fixed for next yeah. week. Um but yeah, I like the format, Sam. I dig the uh, let's get the interviews in here. It's awesome. And we talk, got it in, and we can focus on a team and really dissect teams as we move along. Mm-hmm. Uh, a I'm lot of fun. Ch- I'm gonna try to get an interview in for next week. I'll let you know when I get that in. I will let you know. All right, um, sounds good. I have no, mu- I have no, mu- no music for you, and I am not going to sing. No, <laughs> you should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm gonna sign off here. Um, take care, everybody. God bless, and see y'all soon. All right. Thank you, Sam. Owen, T- Owen TV. Uh, OA Now is produced by Sammy Terry. You know, the views on this show are his and my alone. And it's, it's been that day. It's been a day. Yeah. yeah uh, mm-hmm. At least the microphones are working. Yes. I'm knocking on wood. I hope this thing worked. Yeah. <laughs> but if you'd like to make a podcast, give Owen TV a call at 248-393-1060. We have one-on-one pod classes enrolling all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the studio is open. Get in here and uh, have your voice heard right here on Ori Neighborhood Television. If you don't know, our podcasts are also aggregated out to Spotify, free of charge. We handle all of it for you. So give us a call, 248-393-1060. That's it for OA, and I will see you next week. See ya!